The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. feeling empowered and doing our best to allow the body to find its natural ease, whatever that might be like this evening. Allow this to be a creative, empowered, confident, exploration. How can the body find its ease? What actually helps in uncovering bodily ease here and now? Taking responsibility to 
discover, to support the arising of bodily ease. It can be as simple as some deeper breaths or a body scan that invites different places of holding to release. We're just permeating the body with a simple, friendly, tender-hearted presence. I care about you, honey. I know it isn't always easy being a body, but I'm willing to be close, willing to feel now whatever's here to feel. May you be at ease. Whatever ease is available at this time, may this ease express itself now in the body. Sometimes just The repeating of the word ease silently in the heart, in the body, just bringing out that simple invitation or activating that confidence that ease in the body is a possibility. Just like stress, tension in the body is a possibility. Well, that means also that letting go of stress is a possibility. And right along with this invitation for the body to be at ease, allow there to also be this intention, this wish for the heart, the mind to be at ease. May this heart, may this mind be at ease. May it find whatever ease now is available. Being easeful with the conditions here in the moment, whatever they might be. This evening, we'll take a closer look at the movement of desire, this very natural, unavoidable life force of desire, desiring. Comes with the territory of having a mind and body. And the very interesting question is, does desire need to disturb the body and the mind? Or can there be the natural movement of desire when it arises without the ease of the body and mind being disturbed? 
And this is something we can directly, immediately explore right here in our experience. As we're sitting and there's a desire to move, a desire to scratch, a desire to think something, to figure something out. Just notice those times when that desiring leads to a mental and physical tension. Things get complicated and tied and entangled. And hopefully noticing moments when there's desiring, but the body and mind seems able to stay at ease, undisturbed. Getting clearer and clearer about what's there when the desiring leads to entanglement and tension and becoming. And what supports or underlying wholesome view is there when desiring doesn't lead to that tension? We're not trying to control things. We're just being aware of the present moment. And so in this awareness of the present moment, desiring will naturally show up. We're not trying to control that. We're just studying it. Is this desiring associated with stress in the body and mind or not? It's associated with getting tight, with stress, then see if you can better understand the causes for that stress, for the desiring to be associated with suffering or stress. If there's no stress, what understanding is there that allows the desiring to not be a problem? not be a personal problem at all. Doesn't leave any trace. And if you're feeling relatively settled, then even the desire 
to notice desiring, then that might be what can be studied. Can there be this intention, this aspiration, this wholesome desire to learn about desiring without the body and mind getting tight, without all that selfing, trying me, trying to get clear, me trying to figure something out, be a successful meditator. And of course, the first, most important step is just to learn how to recognize that movement in the heart we call desire, desiring. And what really helps is to notice contentment and calm, these qualities of the mind that are associated with samadhi. Because as a contrast, desiring stands out. And we want to notice desiring so we can notice the difference between the mind being confused and getting entangled with the desiring, taking it personally, and other moments of just seeing and feeling the desiring, letting it have its impact without taking the desiring to be more than what it is. It's just that movement in the heart. Maybe a relatively skillful movement, maybe a relatively unskillful movement in the heart, but it's just that movement of desiring, of intention,
And you can experiment with very particular desires that <clears throat> we regard as wholesome, like the wholesome desire for the heart to settle into a deeper, more balanced, more stable state of samadhi, peaceful, calm, content, clear, happy mind, happy heart. And how to allow this desire to express itself in the body and the mind without it falling into craving and somebody trying to make something happen, which of course would be counterproductive. Striving to be calm isn't the cause for calmness. But there is definitely a place for the wholesome desire, the wholesome intention for the heart to be calm and content and clear and bright, alert. That wholesome desire, that wholesome aspiration for samadhi can be quite useful. See if you can find that wholesome desire and keep it in mind and notice when it leaks into or falls into craving and struggling to become calm. So in a sense, we can meditate on the wholesome intention, wholesome aspiration to be calm, to be peaceful, the mind to be clearly aware, bright. Keeping this intention, this aspiration in mind.
And just notice, honestly, when other desires arise and because of the force of habit, the mind personalizes the desire. Just how quickly we can feel the effects of that movement from desire to craving to grasping to becoming. The real karmic consequences that can be felt directly in the body as a tension. And then if it's seen clearly enough, that whole pattern can be abandoned. The wisdom just knows to let go, like letting go of a hot pan. This isn't helping. And it's in this way, in little ways, big ways, that we learn a lot about desire and the causes for stress, the causes for release. So just continue exploring this for another couple minutes. Notice if there's a desire for the bell to ring and what that's like. When it becomes stressful, in what moments, when in moments it's not stressful at all to want the bell to ring.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.